Welcome to Brad Kyle's Brad's Motor Works podcast. We'll be talking about some things about BMW, some things of cars in general, and some things about car repair. I hope you find it educational, enlightening, and I hope it increases your understanding of your car. And maybe along the way we'll have some fun too. Thank you for listening, and here we go. Episode number 141, AC Oil Service. Uh, this one is definitely written for technicians, but again, um, you know, for those people that want to know more about that, the fact that there is oil in your AC compressor, it is a specific type, and just uh, I thought it might be a good one to do for people that just kind of want to know about what's going on inside the AC system and then more specifically about the oil that's in the compressor itself. Again, this is written in a automotive repair trade magazine. It's called Underhood Service. It's one of the ones I read all the time. Uh, this particular article is written by uh, Andrew Markell, and um, we'll get started here in just a second. A uh, quick couple of commercials, as usual. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me via email, it's bkpodcast5 at gmail.com. And also, if you want to check out the main uh, podcast webpage for this podcast, it's through podbean.com. Do a search for Brad Kyle's Motorworks Podcast, and you'll get the main uh, homepage for the podcast itself. If you look in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link up there for Become a Patron. If you click on that, uh, if, if you so desire, you can uh, contribute to uh, the podcast monetarily. I'm asking for $5 a month. You can do less. You can do more. You don't necessarily have to do it every month. It's up to you. You can start it and stop it whenever you feel like it. Completely up to you. The benefit of paying for it, besides helping me to offset the cost of doing the podcast and future training, is I've taken about 12 to 15 podcasts in the past, and I've made them only available through the, the subscription. Okay, um, The ones I specifically picked are ones that if you apply the information that I give or provide in that podcast, I know there's... Uh, there's no reason why you can't save thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars in future car repairs and, and uh, you know, hopefully reduce any stress that might be in your car ownership life experience. So it's, uh, I, I think it's good information. And like I say, I've, I've just made it available through subscriptions. So in any case, so uh, here we are. This one's called AC Oil Service Avoid Compressor Failure with Proper Maintenance. Vehicle HVA systems, which means um, <laughs> vehicle AC systems, wow, often fail because the air conditioning compressor fails. Not following the proper service procedures or compressor oil recommendations could be factors that contribute to premature compressor failure. Refrigerant. Since the mid-90s, all vehicles have been using R134A refrigerant, but more and more vehicles are equipped with R1234YF refrigerant. This is the new, more environmentally friendly refrigerant that is being mandated for adoption. Whichever refrigerant the vehicle has, R134A or R1234YF, should be the only type of refrigerant used as a replacement. Swapping one for the other will only lead to potential problems. Oil. The evolution of refrigerant has required an evolution of oil used inside the AC compressor as well. When R12 was the industry standard, compressors used mineral-based lubricants. When the industry switched to R134A, OEMs had to switch oils too because uh, 
Mineral-based oil doesn't mix with R134A and will not move through the system, causing a compressor failure. The answer was a move to PEG, which is polyalkylene glycol oils. R1234YF also requires a PEG equivalent oil. PEG oils come in several different viscosities. There's a PEG 46, PEG 100, and PEG 150, and OEM use recommendations vary. As an example, Sandin R134A SD7H15 piston compressor models use Sandin SP15 PEG oil for service. Fill oil to specs. HVAC systems with too much oil can result in reduced cooling capacity and systems will, with excessive lubricant will create an internal coating that results in less heat transfer. So if you don't know how much oil was drained from the compressor, then you won't know how much remains in the system and then you will not know how much to add back. Also, keep in mind that many new compressors come pre-filled with oil, so you'll have to drain the appropriate amount from that compressor before installing. Here's a good procedure to follow. Remove the oil plug from the fill compressor and drain as much oil as possible from the suction and discharge ports and from the crankcase into a suitable container. Turn the cr front shaft nut one and a half turn every minute for about three minutes. Be sure to slightly tilt the compressor back and forth a few times to help the oil reach the oil drain holes. Measure and record the amount of oil drained from the compressor. Drain oil from the new compressor following step one. Replace some of the new oil back into the new compressor in an amount equal to the measure from step one. Reinstall the plug and torque to specs. Flushing the system. An internal compressor failure will result in small particles that mix with the oil and move throughout the HVAC system. This contaminated oil must then be flushed from the system, but doing this can be tricky. The best methods are liquid-based, either a closed-loop power flushing using a refrigerant or back-and-forth flushing with using a fluid flushing solvent. Afterward, dried air must be blown through the component to blow out the flushing fluid because residual fluid can cause contamination and another failure. R134A can be used to flush lubricant and loose debris from AC systems, but the refrigerant will not remove any particulate matter attached to the inner tube walls. A system flush is also a good practice if for some reason the amount of lubricant in the system is in doubt. In the event that the entire system has been flushed, otherwise Unless otherwise specified by the OE, best practice is to add half the total capacity in the compressor and add the other half in the accumulator or receiver dryer. Doing this ensures that the compressor will not start up dry and that lubrication will be distributed evenly throughout the system. To prevent oil sludging and potential internal damage to the compressor, after the hoses are reattached, manually rotate the compressor shaft 10 times. So that's that one. Like I say, it's uh, was you know definitely written more for technicians, but for those people that kind of want to know you know more about what's going on in the AC system, there's some insight there for you, and uh, hopefully you found it interesting. So that's the end of that one. It was a quickie. Uh, again, uh, if you want to get a hold of me, bkpodcast5 at gmail dot com. Uh, go ahead and check out that uh, Brad Kyle's Motorworks webpage on podbean.com and i would really appreciate it if you're if you're willing to come uh, become a subscriber that would be great and um, you know like i say it'll open up about 
12 to 15 podcasts that uh, will definitely save you some money from an information standpoint. So I appreciate you listening. Appreciate your time. Uh, Hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you. I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you. And thank you again.